hello and welcome back to another episode of the beneath steel bridges podcast uh i am luke host hey, I'm tom. Jo- yeah joined joined <laughs> by tom um don't forget to check us out on twitter we are at underscore bsb podcast beneath steel bridges um I haven't. Yeah, I, I uh, our our last episode's up. Episode five is up and ready to go. Uh, go check it out there. I really drugged my feet on posting it. Um, we also had a minor uh, hiccup with the publisher. Yeah, yeah. So uh, our account got but, suspended briefly, but we're back up now. So we're we're we good to back go. up and in bweezness. Yeah. Uh, quick That's shout hard. out to to our our buddy Chris. Uh, I found out he's he's a listener. Shout out to Chris. Shout out um, my man, Chris. My main man, Chris. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So again, thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for everyone that does listen. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, I hope that we're, we're interesting enough to listen to, to say the least. Um, but other than that, let's, uh, let's kick this off. Cause I see we got a healthy amount of topics to discuss and some hot takes to to elaborate on. We're gonna we're gonna set the internet on fire today. Oh yeah, it's it's going down. It's it's gonna burn. Right, so we are back to school now. Um, I I personally am moved back in as of the recording of this podcast. I have not started classes yet. However, Thomas has. Yes, I have started. Um, my first week of classes, because if, if you don't have in-person classes, the way Slippery Rock University is doing this is um, if you don't have in-person classes, you don't move until the end of the month. So I mm-hmm. won't be moving back until January, but I still have to take my first two classes or my first two weeks of classes online. And uh, <laughs> I have a story about that. So uh, my classes started this week as of what this we were recording this on Saturday, January 23rd. So my classes started on Tuesday um, beforehand. Uh, you and I had gone up on Monday to get my book, my book, my textbooks. Mm-hmm. And so I had gone home. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to access my dorm room. I was not under the impression that like we would be going back two weeks later than everybody else. So I left my my loaner laptop from the university um, at my dorm room because, well, I needed the loaner in the first place because my my personal computer doesn't run these programs I need for my labs because I regret buying a Chromebook. Not saying it's a bad computer, but for my application, it's not um, living up to what it should be able to do. So I left my laptop in my dorm room, not expecting to go back two weeks later than everybody else. And I started my first day of classes and checked my my assignment page. And was like, you have an assignment due on Wednesday. (laughs) So I was like, I have to get access to my dorm room like today, like on Tuesday. So I was like calling like housing and like I was trying to get a hold of housing and like get into my, my dorm room. And I found out that my my CA, my community assistant, who's basically like the the quote unquote like den mother of the floor, like she's the one you go to if you have like problems. I emailed her and I said, you know, hey, I explained the situation. I said, I, I need to get to my dorm room. I need to get my laptop. And she's like, oh, I'm in the building now. Like I can let you in. Well, by the time I had gotten up there, um, housing had responded to me and they're like, you know, when do you want to get your, la- your laptop? We can activate your card for you, your security card to get in the building. And I emailed them right back. I was like, I'm outside the building right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, need and- to, you need to access my, I need to access right now. And I got it. But I had forgotten the fact that when you change your university password and you're not on campus, if you have a loaner laptop, you have to connect to it with your current credentials while connected to the campus network. 
And I didn't realize that until the next day, the day the assignment was due <laughs> when I was at home and I called our IT department and I was like, what is going on? I can't get my laptop. And they're like, well, you know, you have to use your old passwords. Like that's not working either. I said, well, then I, the only thing I can tell you is you have to bring it back to campus to reconnect the network. Uh, so for three days in a row, I drove back and forth to Slipper Rock University, which is like a 45 minute drive. Yeah. Luckily I don't have that issue. Yeah. I yeah, was prepared Mr. to let you PC use Master my computer. Well, I was prepared to let you use my computer for like that day or something, but you had, you had uh, yeah. dealt with your situation on your own there. Yeah, I would have so, had to like download like weird software on your computer for like my labs. It wouldn't have been. <laughs> it's all right. I've got really weird software on my computer already for these fluid <laughs> classes and stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got it all squared away. You're moving back next, to, like next not this, Saturday, but next week, one week yeah, from today. Saturday. Yeah. So you're moving back. I'm already here. I don't live in the dorms. I live in an off-campus apartment, so I can kind of just come back whenever I want to. Um, I did a little bit of a uh, little bit of neb nosing around around campus, you know, a little a little peeking, yeah, just to look. see what was up. Um, it's very salty, uh, salty, like, li- literally like like road salt. Oh, road like, salt. It's like yes. it's like strewn everywhere. Like it's the, it's, it's the streets dense. of Cal U are well seasoned. Yeah, yeah, very tasty. Um, <laughs> yeah, because like the when I, I moved up yesterday, and um, after I got situated, I I wanted to go to our student union because I. Uh, my ID card has like it was expired, quote unquote. And I went yesterday to see if they were open and like the like the desk was like there, but there was nobody behind the desk. So I couldn't I couldn't do it yesterday. And I went today and there was a guy there, but he told me that they just I like he's like the the expiration date doesn't mean anything as long as you're a student. Mm-hmm. So I was like, then why even put the, the date on there? <laughs> you know, I guess like if you're graduating that semester, like that's the last date your card works. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't I, know. I don't, Cause I, I, have an exp- I don't have my, my ID on me. It's in my car, but uh, I don't know if mine has an expiration it. date or not. Well, I've also been here for like five years. So, <laughs> but uh, needless to say, I didn't need to get a new one. I just, I can keep using the old one. The The guy like swiped it and told me that it was like, it still accepted it. And I had like access to all of like the, like the rec center and stuff like that. So I'm good to go on that front. But yeah, yesterday I was riding my, my electric longboard around the campus, which was fun because that's the first time I, the whole entire point of me building that board was to use it here at school. And yesterday was the first time in almost a year that I actually wrote it while there were other people on campus. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, you, know, you get the usual like couple stairs and like people you like properly you know, flexing. Yeah, I got like super out. flex it. Yeah, uh, you all got to walk to class. You know? <laughs> but Peasants. there was a yeah, <laughs> but there's police everywhere that um like the the campus police uh, like directing traffic for people moving in and whatnot. And uh, you know the first time I had to go like through their barricade. I was like, hey, like, I'm just trying to go to the student union. As I roll past, like, I was like, go ahead, go ahead. You know, and as I come back, they stopped me. I was like, hey, is that thing have a motor on it? And I'm like, oh, no, here we go. Because, like, I've gotten, like, stopped by the the Cal police before, but for completely unrelated reasons. My old longboard used to have, like, a – because it was, like, a DIY one, it was, like, an RC car remote, right? So they, they look like guns. Like, they almost look like a radar gun. But I had gotten, like, a really small one that looked like a – like, it honestly looked like a pistol because it has a trigger and it's, like, shaped like a gun. Yeah. And I, I, t- 
twice I had been stopped by campus police asking me if I had a gun on me because of the remote. So after like the second time, I ended up painting that remote like bright blue. And afterwards, like the board just broke and I hadn't used like a, an electric longboard. And like since that point, okay, so here, here's something new- I just thought about. So you're making this DI, the, the DIY board, right? That that project you're working on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if, if you have a similar remote, right, a, a remote that looks like a pistol, I need you to do something. So <laughs> I just thought about this. Build it into like the shell of an old hairdryer. <laughs> so, so it looks like you're just controlling your longboard with a hairdryer or it just looks like you're riding your longboard like your longboard while carrying a hairdryer yeah well the the new one i'm building isn't going to be electric um no it's just no it's just entirely oh, it's 3d printed okay. yeah so like the instead of looking like a regular longboard like the deck you know how like it's made of wood and it's flat it's made out of all 3D printed parts, but it's like it's almost like a bridge. There's like triangle truss sections and it's supposed to help distribute the weight of the rider over the plastic pieces versus like if it was just a plank, it would snap. So, mm-hmm. you know, using statics equations and whatnot, I was able to determine how to support my weight over the span of like 35 inches and it all be made of plastic. So... I'm like slowly printing out the parts for it. It's just taking a long time, but it'll be cool once it's finished. I, I doubt I'll ever like practically use it. It's just to make, you know, say, yeah, hey, I made this. Prove you can. <laughs> yeah. So because I, I don't really have any projects like that that I did like showcase that I 3D printed this. So because I 3D print stuff all the time, but they're all little like either trinkets or like functional like wall hooks and stuff like that <laughs> i don't have like a grand thing to show show my 3d printing skills so yeah that's where that's i'm cool. at i want to i went on another little like short ride today to go back to sort out the issue with my card and some guy was like nice board man as i like rip past him i just kind of like wave and drive by because i'm not gonna yell yeah so much effort <laughs> how so. was your uh so apparently the other day you went go-kart racing. I did. I did. Um, so last night, what, today is the 23rd. So the 22nd, um, we got together with some friends like Blake was there and um, Chris was there. If you remember him. Um, and we were all there's apparently there's a go-kart track like right near my dad's house. So it's it's right down in the Leedsdale Industrial Park. It's an indoor um, indoor kart track called Three Rivers Karting. Not a sponsor. Uh so we went there last night. It's like 20 bucks a race. Dude, it's like, it's nuts. It's so much fun. Like they packed like a a huge like track. Like they managed to like put it in in such a way that saves space, but it's still like a complex track. Mm-hmm. I think the average lap time is like 30 seconds. Like the way they gauge your like place in your race is not necessarily by who comes across the finish line last, but like your lap time. Time, yeah. Your average lap time. So... We went and they got these little like electric go-karts and like you wear like the little racing helmets and you have to wear a head sock, which looks like a balaclava. So we all look like we're freaking like terrorists, like huddled in this room watching a safety video because we're all watch- we're all wearing like these balaclavas. Oh. <laughs> and like, so when you get there, and this is, a, this is an offshoot. So as soon as you get there, like you you register, you either make an account or you register if you're new. So I, I registered. Um, and part of it is you have to um, name your race car. So me thinking it was like, oh, you named the car, not necessarily like the name you see on your screen. I figured it would show your name on the screen. 
So <laughs> I named my, I couldn't think of a funny name. I just named my go kart like U.S. Postal Service, <laughs> and like not thinking that like that's what would show up on like this big screen. <laughs> So like, you see like so you see you see Grant Blake and then like Chris uses nickname which is Big Cheese and then just US Postal Service <laughs> on the TV screen. <laughs> Cause I thought it named your car. I didn't think it named I, I thought it, I thought it was like the name of like your race car. Like you could name like your race car. Like that's what it says. That's the that's the dialogue box you fill out. So on like they like after your race they give you a uh, they give you like a stat sheet that shows you like your your place like in your race and then like your your average lap time your fastest lap time and at the top of mine it says U.S. Postal Service. Uh, uh, that's so good. Uh, I'm crying. If it's so any consolation, I came in third place. Uh, sounds, so I, sounds I, appropriate I for the U.S. Postal the Service. U.S. Postal Service, yeah. Who came in last? Um, Grant. <laughs> Grant. Grant. I don't know why. I, I honestly, I I would expect Grant to be good at that. Grant's good at like everything. Well, it was his first time go kart racing. Uh, he had not uh, go kart raced, so he's like, I'm just gonna take it slow because I want to like crash, and like the rest of us were just like, death is an illusion, and just like went like forty around the, like the hairpin turns. <laughs> there was one like specifically in the track. There was one like 180 degree hairpin turn that I just kept spinning out on every time I went around the lap. Because I try and tap the brakes and like drift, and I'll just like spin. <laughs> mm. So they so, had to they had to turn you around, huh? Well, they didn't turn me around. Like I I didn't like do a full three sixty, but I would like spin. I would like skid like off course. Oh, I oh, gotcha. But it was fun. Um, you hit a banana. Hmm? Yeah, I hit a banana. You hit a, you hit a, hit a banana. That's funny. So, I U.S. Postal Service. I did you take a picture of it? I have I have my stack sheet at home. It's folded up. All right. Home. Well, I'll take a picture of that. We'll we'll put yeah. it up on the Twitter. Even though I, we say we will, but we never do. <laughs> so. One day it'll get to Twitter. One day, yeah. So that was that. Um, next, I want to I want to go over something that I forgot to do last episode because our our last episode was like just after New Year. So our publisher Buzzsprout, uh, kind of a sponsor, but also not, um, sends us an email at the end of the year that tells us our podcast stats for the year. So let me pull up the email because I want to go over the stats because are we we the best podcast in the world? Not yet. Let me find out. Dig back here in my, in my emails here. Where are you? Where here it is. You're in here. Okay. Podcast. Put some like Jeopardy music over that. Let's see. Okay. Um, so our first episode was published October 14th. Uh, f- fake burger brick. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Our most popular episode was the, the pilot. Um, we got 42 downloads on the first episode and out of. So our, our total, our total views for last year was 70. We got 70 views over the course of from what, October to December. That's pretty good. 14 of them was from were from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is labeled as our most popular city because we got the most downloads from there. Uh, We were most listened to on Spotify, Deezer and 
For some reason, the email says, and unknown Apple apps apps. Don't know what that means. Apple's apps apps. Yeah, we, we published four hours of content last year, and our longest episode was season one, episode four, Home for the Holidays featuring Grogu, and it was one hour and seven minutes. Wow, a whopping 67 so, minutes. I want to thank all 70 of you who listened to us between October and December last year. And we account for, for like at least 10 of those listens. <laughs> we do account for uh, about, yeah. I I'd usually so. listen to it at least like once, and it's on Spotify. Yeah. I don't know if Brandon listens to it on Spotify or I know you like click it. I think every time you hit play, it counts as like a download. Mm -hmm. But hey, either way, at least like 60 people individually have listened to our podcast. So that's like pretty cool. We had a few views in like uh, was like Russia and like Paris and stuff like that. Yeah, it makes you think who I I think I think you sent it in our in our discord chat that like we had. In our text channel that we have like. It was a while ago. Here it is. We got five people in Lancaster, Ohio. <laughs> so five people in Lancaster heard us. Five people in Ohio heard us say "fuck Ohio." Oh yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm gonna butcher this. Um, Chatillon, Ile, Ile de France. We had three people. Uh, Coal Center, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I see that. Coal Center is a. Uh, yeah, so Coal Center is right by me here, actually. Like. Um, right down the road from my school. Mm-hmm. So I know like Brendan will share. So I wonder if like those people that listened were like on Brendan's side. Yeah. Uh, we got California, West Virginia. Uh, some Melbourne, other... Victoria, Moscow. That one guy has listened to us in Moscow. Shout Thanks out to guy. this man in Moscow. Shout out you, to uh, Moscow guy. Yeah. Bless you're, you. You're, for finding someone hero. in Pittsburgh from Moscow. It's, it's actually it's actually just like Edward Snowden. Vibe into our podcast. Thanks, Edward. Is that his name? Edward Snowden? Yeah, the guy's yeah. uh seeking asylum in Russia. Oh, yeah, didn't they actually, in, in didn't Moscow. They kick him out? No. I they they I, like oh. they extradited him. Where or something. is Edward Snowden? Where is he right now? In October, he was granted permanent residency in Russia. Oh. So it might of be. October twenty. So so that, that last I knew he was in Moscow. Yeah, because that's where he his plane landed after he left like China or something. So yeah, shout out to Edward Snowden for listening to our podcast, even though that's not who listened. Probably, <laughs> probably not who listened to our is. podcast. But it'd be really sick if it was. That'd be funny. He's gonna like pop him like a dialogue box on my computer because he hacked my computer. He's like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> What's good? That would be funny. Yeah. So yeah, I saw the I saw the picture. I forgot I even posted that. Um, yeah, that's cool. It's just cool to see like the people from like virtually all over the world listening. You know. Yeah, you know, people from and, Europe and yeah, you don't think, think about we had that one from South America from uh, Lima region. Yeah, around Lima, Peru. I think it's Peru. I wonder who's out in West Sacramento, California, listening to our podcast. <laughs> whoever you are thanks see yeah rip those five people in ohio though might be <laughs> sorry you just, live in a just a know that this time warp this podcast does not support ohio so i'm just throwing I, I personally it out think there. ohio is a government conspiracy doesn't yeah. actually exist it's just a hole but they have to put something there so you believe that there's not a hole in the united states like it's just a crater yep. right but they put like this big hologram up this this is getting like an alex jones style podcast 
Yeah. Wow, you sure? Wow, took a double take. You sure do look like your dad in this. Oh, picture. you're looking at Facebook, aren't you? Yeah, because I, I wanted to see the stats on your post, and nobody liked it yet. <laughs> Rip. But I saw your your grandma. She's acting on Facebook. On, yeah, I noticed. Yeah. yeah, what a nice grandma! Shout out to grandma. All our grandmas. Uh, what what else is? I'm I'm off topic now. Is that does that cover it for our stats? Did we win? Are we podcast yeah. of the year? Are we the best podcast ever created? We are we are a podcast ever created. No, um. we are the best <laughs> podcast ever created. You know, forget every other. Hey, what? seventy views is better than somebody who doesn't have a podcast. So sure, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I can vibe with but, that. Okay. Uh, well, that that uh. That covers that. Uh, next up, happy birthday, Joe Biden. Uh, congrats on being president. JK, I don't know when his birthday is. Uh, <laughs> happy yes, presidential so. birthday. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this past Wednesday, uh, President Biden was inaugurated, inaugurated as the 46th, 46th president of the United States. Um, nothing happened at the Capitol. Thank God. Because uh, there was a lot of like there were the FBI identified like four armed threats to the Capitol on inauguration day. Like they they briefed, I think, Congress, like most of Congress and the Senate, we got like a one hour briefing. And a lot of them said, like, if you weren't scared before you logged on to that conference call, you were scared when you got off because they're basically telling like there's people out there that want to kill you right now. And it's terrifying to think that that's that's what it came to. But thankfully, nothing happened. Um we had sixteen to what sixteen to twenty thousand troops in DC. Uh, that like more than Iraq and Afghanistan combined right now. And uh, nothing happened. It went off without a hitch. Everything went according to plan. I didn't get to see it like live personally because I had to drive back to Slippery Rock, and I found that out right about like noon. Um, he was actually inaugurated early though, so his although constitutionally, so like it says in the Constitution, his term starts at noon. There is no nothing specifying when the the ceremony has to take place. So he was actually inaugurated at like, if I remember correctly, like eleven forty eight, like twelve minutes early. Hmm. But um, yeah, yeah. The only one bad thing came out of that day, though. What was that? My my gas prices went up. How so? Ripped. Like where in in Cal or? Oh no, everywhere. So like oh. because that pipeline was shut down. Oh yeah, the, the so Keystone we'll, we'll pipeline. Yeah. So yeah, I look last time I checked my gas prices here at school, they were like I wanna the other day it was like two fifty something. I look out my window today and it's like two seventy five. Yeah. So rip. So um those sixty five or the um the sixteen thousand National Guard troops, there was a fiasco with them this week. I don't know if you heard about it on the news. That um they had been staying in the Capitol building, like to guard it. That was one of their like I don't want to say basis of operation. That's where they were staying. They were sleeping on the floor of the Capitol. Um, hmm. They were like kicked out of the Capitol and forced to spend like a night or two in like a parking garage, like in the Capitol, uh, like in DC somewhere. So like no protection. Like it was like 8,000 soldiers, like one electrical outlet. Uh, no, like they were exposed to the elements. Like they were in that open parking garage. People are really, really mad about it. Um, they said it. It was most likely due to a miscommunication. It's like when they were supposed to leave. Mm-hmm. So they probably came in early. It was like you guys are supposed to be gone. And they're like, no, we're not. Like, well, then leave. You know. And then they like 
they kicked him out. And so they're either on their way home or they've been put back in hotels. They've, they've fixed the issue. Uh, I believe roughly the plan is to keep roughly 6,500 troops to stay in DC until at least March. Um, just in case there's any like aftershocks, because if they all left right after inauguration day, that leaves an open window for something to happen. So they don't want to take that chance. They're keeping them there till about March. Gotcha. Wow. That's crazy. Is that also like combined state guards or is that just all DC guards? I don't know enough about it yet, but I would like to assume it's probably just DC national guard Mm -hmm. because as it stands, well, they are putting out calls to other units in other States if they want to donate people to stay there till March. So, uh, well, let's see what else we got. So um, within the first 12 hours of Biden's presidency, he signed 17 executive orders. I did not bother to write them all down. I wrote the um, like the most pertinent ones, the ones everyone, the ones everyone are, is talking about right now. Pissed so. off, fired up, <laughs> hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so um, some of the most prominent ones he signed out of the 17, uh, he reversed the transgender military ban, which was could be seen as an issue from people because there was a lot of people that got like denied that that right to serve because of that status. So the they were right allowed to, to they're allowed to join again. Uh, the Keystone Pipeline is done for. He got rid of it, which um, the Keystone Pipeline was like a, it was a huge environmental threat. Like it would have if it would have ruptured, it would have made the keys, the Exxon Valdez look like a joke. <laughs> so um, that's good. Canada's not very happy about it. Because it was an well, industry. That's a, it, it is also shipping. a very. It's a very controversial. Um, yeah, that that's what caused all them protests topic, out. Like, was yeah. a sort now north that north and south Dakota, a bunch of people like because yeah, it was it was going to go through tribal did, land. Yeah, well, uh, not that necessarily, but it did take away like a lot of like jobs, mm-hmm. um, and it did also increase the price of oil per drum. So. Yeah. You know the the rest of the country now like has to deal with that backlash, but you know, know it doesn't directly affect the president. So yeah. why would it matter? I mean, in my in my opinion, we have safer alternatives to oil and gas. We just don't want nuclear to use energy. Yet. Yeah, yeah, nuclear energy. Yeah. But everyone's afraid of nuclear energy because they don't want another Three Mile Island or another Chernobyl to happen. So yeah, but we're hey, I used to work for a literal colon. like. Yeah, nuclear, nuclear energy, energy company, power company, and like I know how it works. People are just too skeptical. It's super about safe. It. It's gotten way better since the Three Mile Island disaster. That was that, like, what, like it's the also 80s or like 90s. it is very environmentally friendly. Yes, you all know, people want to like water vapor. People want to think that oh yeah, it does produce water vapor, but people want to think that the spent fuel is just like tossed in a lake somewhere. It's not. It's recycled. It, yeah, it's either it's, developed it's into in like salt weapons mine. or it's buried. It's yeah, it's it's actually like properly disposed of where it's not directly impacting the environment at all you know you you look at it like to an uneducated person you look at a power plant and you see those big puffs of smoke coming out but what you don't realize is that's just steam Mm -hmm. right yeah so like the only way that like we can make electricity is we boil steam to yeah or boil water and make steam to turn a crank (laughs) to make electricity so like yeah that's what people don't understand functions off that basic principle they think that like by burning the coal, it makes the energy. No, you're you're just heating water to turn a turbine. Turn so still, a turbine. We're still very yeah. much reliant on steam power, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But you know, the whole point of a nuclear reactor is just to heat water. It's mm-hmm. just a long-term heating source. But people like to think that you just like collect the like the energy from the reaction, and then that's how you charge your iPhone. It's just not no, how that works. That's not how it works. So get that through your thick skulls, everyone. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want any backlash about my nuclear energy. <laughs> it's the way forward. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, so he protected millions of Americans that were in danger of losing their homes. He extended the eviction moratorium to, I believe, September or October. Uh, he, because if he hadn't done that, like it was going to end very, very soon, and within like mm-hmm. a month, there'd be millions of Americans homeless. Because there's you know millions of Americans that didn't get evicted, but are like nine months or like a year behind on their rent because they were out of work. So mm-hmm. like millions of people were in danger of losing their homes. And when he stepped in, he extended it right away. Um, he also paused the student loan payments until September. So if you are a graduate and like for right now, like your student loans are being paused because of the pandemic, that's been extended to to uh, September. So go and get a job, you bums, and. <laughs> Get that money saved so you can pay that off. Well, hot it's not going to hot takes. It's not going to, it's not going to pick up. You're not going to get like increased interest rate. Like right now, like the interest, the no, um, but you got this time. Yeah. If you say you can't find a job, if you're a, if you're a college graduate and you can't find a job, that's entirely your fault. I'm, I'm hot take, hot take. I'm no. saying that right now. <laughs> hot, hot take. No, it uh, depends see. on like your field. Yeah, it's, you know, it's I, I guess. field dependent and what your job market is. Yeah, I mean, like as an engineer, I, I it's pretty abundant. So, like, I could graduate right now and go find a job, no problem. Mm-hmm. But I know somebody who who maybe does like criminal justice. You know that departments might not be hiring because you know they don't want to overfill their roster and you know, risk having too many people being exposed to each other. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I say things satirically, but at the same time, there are people that just use the pandemic as an excuse to not get a job and which is understandable, but you have to realize that there are jobs out there that you can do that don't require you to be in contact with people or to even leave your house for that matter. Right. Like there are, there are options. I just think that like, People just want to take the easy way out and not bother working any harder than they're like required to. So if they're receiving benefits from not working, they're just going to milk that until they can't. That's just how this works. And that's a huge debate, I know. And again, hot takes. I'm a hot take kind of person. But like I said, it's kind of on you. So. Okay, so let's see what else we got. Hot take. (laughs) All right, so what else? We rejoined the World Health Organization, which we never should have been pulled out of in the first place because it's not only like a global like disease fighting effort, it's also um a channel to share knowledge. So like a lot of people are like, you know, if you're in if you need information like how to make a vaccine, like what scientific, you know, progress we have on certain things, you can obtain it through the the World Health Organization because like, you know, if someone like in India or China like makes this advancement you can find out about it here in america through the world world, world health organization yeah so the, it's, the it's, more help you can receive on something the better it yeah, makes honestly, no sense why you weren't a part of it in the first place i i don't know what else we rejoined the paris accords so we are back into the global fight to um curb the emission of greenhouse gases um try and become carbon neutral 
the only thing is we were supposed to be carbon neutral by now, by 2020. The goal was to to reduce our carbon emissions to make us like virtually carbon neutral by 2020, and we fail. Okay, another hot take. America isn't the issue when it comes no, to carbon emissions. It's, it's there's, China. There's 70% <laughs> China. Like 90% of like the, the Earth's like pollution is coming from like 70 companies. They're producing like virtually all the pollution we, we experience. But uh, well, experience in the U.S. or around the world? Around the world. Like they're responsible are, for like most of the emissions. It's 70 companies are responsible for most of the, the greenhouse gas emissions on the planet. Wow, that's not a lot if I remember that correctly, it's it's roughly 70. It's somewhere around that. So that's like your oil yeah. companies, your power companies, your like factories and stuff. And we can, you know, we can tell governments to do whatever, but who's to say they're even going to follow it. But, you know, that, it kind of like it makes me think about the whole like back when like Greta Thunberg was like the thing at the end of like what last year or something like that or two years ago 2019. I don't even remember anymore man <laughs> and she was just kind of like just like making fun of Donald Trump for like not I, I'm not making fun of just like yelling at him but the thing is it's like if you think about it the U.S. doesn't account for like the largest portion of like environmental disaster essentially like you you look. You have to look at other big industrial countries like China I, I said it already before China is yeah, the big literally industrial like literally they are the main reason but she's not going to go fight the the chinese government no you're going to go fight the american government even though you're not even a citizen i don't you know it's you're 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 battling the wrong enemy i guess you know you're, yeah. you're not like going after someone right for way. like driving like a gas car like i mean yeah you're you're contributing but like it's such a minute amount i mean but it, then you think about it one person driving a car or 360 million people driving cars, that's a little bit more, but it's still nothing in compared to like yeah. the and industrialized also China output. Is way more densely populated than the United States. Yeah. Right. Like basically like the smog that you develop from New York City, it's like that everywhere in China, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's see what else so we got. You just gotta weigh that. You gotta weigh weigh the weigh the things here. Okay. Hot takes. Um, hot takes. He signed a he signed a federal mask mandate. Um, which mandates masks the, to be worn. The hundred day challenge. Hashtag yeah. hundred day challenge. Am I right? Yeah. Wear a mask. Just just wear a mask. So just wear a mask. The, the federal mask, mask mandate extends to all federal property um, across the country and all forms of public transportation. That's airplanes, trains, buses, planes, trains, and automobiles. Not automobiles. If it's a privately owned automobile, if it's public transit, like yeah. maybe a taxi. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'd wear it in like an Uber or something like that. But in my own car, I've. I don't even I don't even wear it when I go through a drive through. It's kind of it's super redundant at that point. They literally put up this kind like, of thick plastic and sheets. they hand you your food like on a tray. Yeah, like it's like that, on, a, like, on a board. They extend into your car like here's your food, sir. It's on like a like 10 foot barge pole. The, the next time I go to order food, I'm going to make it a point to like stick my head under like the, the shield <laughs> and start yelling at people. Just be like a crazy man because, yeah, Become I know like, my mother, my mother will wear a face mask when she orders. Like through, um, through drive-throughs. But like I said, I, I I don't have like a. There's no reason for me to do it. You know, I know it's like a, a safety kind of thing, but just when it comes down to it, just like why, why would it, why would you need to wear it when you're at a drive-through? Mm-hmm. It's like the. That's like people that wear like I, I've seen people wear like a mask in their own car by themselves. Like they don't have a passenger; it's just them. Yeah, it's like you're afraid you're gonna catch it. COVID from yourself. Just, trust no one not even yourself he's just vibing in your car with a mask on yeah well i think your school is the same way whenever like here at, at uh cal 
um, just by like commuting around the campus. It's just like walking around. You have to have a mask on, even if you're outside. Like, oh, so that's just their that. rule. As soon as you yeah, enter, so you I, can you can have it off while you're outside. But as soon as you enter a building, you have to take you have to put it on. Because like, when I was riding my longboard, yeah. yeah, when I was riding my longboard around, like I had my mask on, which it, it helps. It actually is like good in the winter because when you're like moving 20 miles an hour with like just like your face exposed to the like cold wind, it's like freezing, like it's super cold. Mm-hmm. So yeah, these work to keep your face warm at this point. Yeah, it keeps my face warm, so I actually don't mind it. I'm sure when it gets warmer, I might start minding it, but for now, it's it's pretty tight. So yeah, so let's see what else. Um, I don't know if this is an executive order, but this is one of his statements that he said. Um, he has the goal to vaccinate 100 million people by April. Uh, so far, I I believe we are on track because he wants to expand the Defense Production Act to like widespread produce the vaccines. Um, Amazon actually chimed in and said they might help because they have like some medical contractor through them that like gives vaccines out. So um, Amazon has offered to help as well as FEMA. Hear me uh, out. Which what FEMA's help means, I'm not entirely sure. (laughs) So so hear me out. We should they they should partner with Spirit Halloween, right? Because if there's one (laughs) make Spirit Halloween's vaccination sites. There's there's one thing that Spirit Halloween is good at doing, and it's commandeering like buildings, buildings and like like abandoned places and making them Halloween stores. So I say we just give them all of the vaccines and they can just go set up pop up clinics wherever they find like a closed down Toys R Us and then bam. or a contract with like like Phantom Fireworks roadside yeah. vaccination clinics. Yeah, like the tents. <laughs> yeah, you just like commandeer their tents so you can go get like yeah. firecrackers, get your code vaccine and like. You know, why aren't they doing that? Because like I said, if there's one company that's good at doing that, it's Spirit Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to I'll, I'll do more research into this. But uh, Marcus DePaola, he is a freelance reporter. He works with a bunch of new, news agencies. He has a TikTok and he like does like dumb down, not dumb down, but like he simplifies like news stories. And on a recent one he posted, he said that there was a report that says the spread of COVID is slowing down in 44 states and for the first time uh, we recently i think like the the day before like yesterday uh was a day we had we didn't set any new records for like cases or hospitalizations or deaths so as far as i know it's kind of starting to slow down i wouldn't rest easy just yet we're still not out of the woods but it's it, it appears that the spread is beginning to slow well that's good that is good. That's some some good news. I I have heard about like some other strain of the virus that's like easier to catch. Yeah. So the the London strain or the UK strain um is seventy percent more contagious. And there is one scientist saying this so far. I don't know how like corroborated this is, or if there's like a lot of stuff to back it up. Um, one of the scientists in London said that like it has a relation with like a little bit of a higher mortality. Don't know how much higher. I don't know what the risk is, but um, like I said, it was it was one one scientist so far has said that. I don't know how many people are there to back him up, or if he has any research to prove it. Because like it just popped up like a month ago, maybe. So um, I should I should just declare that it's I. All right. So first off, I'm a scientist. No, you're not. And <laughs> how do you, no? That's not how this works. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna declare I'm a scientist. And then just tell people things. If if I become famous, like if I generate enough uh, enough steam behind this, then 
perhaps that I can convince people that I too am a scientist. No, no, that would that wouldn't work. <laughs> so I'm filling out my health assessment for for Cal U right here. So our school has a an app, and you have to have you have to go through like a an assessment before you can go on campus. You have to have a green badge. And I understand like the concept of it, but I have one gripe with it, right? Because so first you hit like your student, right? And then they ask, have you tested positive for the virus uh, since the last time you completed it? So no, I have not. And uh, have I been in close contact with somebody before I took this? No, I have not. And then the last question is, are you experiencing any unexplained onset of any of these symptoms? And it's just like fever, cough, cough with no health conditions, um, trouble breathing, sore throat and all that. And it got me to thinking after that question, if I'm out drinking the night before and I wake up hungover, can I just hit yes to one of those? Like, to well, this so it's an ex- it would be an explainable onset to those symptoms. But what if I like if you have wake up with a headache, a, like a you stupid, know you you probably know why you have that headache. <laughs> what if I'm just a stupid frat boy and I don't know why I woke up with a headache after pounding like a twelve pack of Miller Lite? So I'm gonna wake up and just say I have COVID because I'm hungover, and then all of a sudden I don't have to go to class for like two weeks. So I, I don't think I've ever met heard of a frat boy that didn't know what a hangover was. But frat boys are stupid, so they can they can play on the fact that they're sick mm. you know what i mean it's like i like i woke up this morning and i had a headache but that's because sleeping makes my head hurt sometimes i don't know so i could have just been like oh, i'm dying I'm not going to class no, this is it let's so, see but i hit no so now i have a green badge for the next 12 hours so cool 12 hours Get every 12 hours yep Oh. 11 hours, 59 minutes, and 51 seconds. You have to renew it. But you only have to have it like whenever you're going on campus. So yeah. I could have it, you know, I could do it at like 8 a.m. before I go to class, have the badge throughout the day for all of my classes. But by 8 p.m., I'd have to renew it. But I'm not going to because I'm at home now. I'm not going out anywhere. So I'll just redo it in the morning. But like what mm-hmm. I'm worried about is like getting caught about like if they are checking it actively. And it's like, I like it expires like while I'm there. <laughs> Do I have to like retake the test like while I'm like in class? Or are they just gonna like just accept the fact that you had a green badge coming in? Cause like, what if I contract COVID between like the time I entered class and like the badge expired? It <laughs> so wouldn't just, be, like... it wouldn't be contagious that fast. <laughs> I think it takes at least a couple of days for you to become contagious. You know what I mean though? Yeah. Like, <sighs> so. I... I mean, I appreciate the the concerns that they have. Um, I'll tell you, though, it was a really good feeling to walk into my student union yesterday and, like, actually talk to another human on campus. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it, it's, like, my freshman year all over again, man. Like, it's, like, I haven't been to, like, it's, like, I've never been to the school before. What is this place? Yeah. It's like, well, Who are I'm you like, people? There's still things here. I'm, like, looking around. <laughs> like, oh, I forgot that that brick was there. <laughs> you know, something stupid like that. So, yeah, I know like some of like the the dining stuff is open now. Um, It's got like modified hours. Um, Oh, yeah. So like yesterday I went I went grocery shopping and uh, I witnessed a man being arrested for stealing painkillers at the Walmart. And I was like, oh, you know, you're in Walmart when (laughs) very Brownsville, very, very Brownsville of me. (laughs) 
to to witness. So, okay, yeah. let's, let's touch on this this last like pop culture thing before we get to the next like the debate because I want to give you like ten minutes to debate about this. Uh, I don't want to talk about it too. Do you much, don't want to talk about it? Are you sure? I I do. I should because we already said it now. But I and it's already we don't on have Twitter. to. I have it's, to touch yeah. base on it. I have to touch base. <laughs> okay, so first we're gonna talk about uh, Bernie Sanders with with mittens because he was, bird. yeah, <laughs> he, he was straight balling with the mittens on. That was there was that was some drip out of all like the the, the drip president at the inauguration. He was he was up there. It was just funny because like everybody else like was wearing like, these like you know formal outfits. Like I mean like Michelle Obama had like that like purple like velvet outfit she had on and like. And everyone's wearing like suits, and then you see like Bernie Sanders, like in a folding chair with like mittens on, look like a grandpa, like a post office. <laughs> like he's like service. he looks like a guy you see like a like a Pat bus station, <laughs> like just like waiting for the bus. <laughs> Poor guy, he's probably about to like die in that chair. It was cold. That's probably why. Yeah. He and had like apparently mittens, but they they email or they uh they interviewed um I don't know if she's from Pittsburgh or not, but the the lady he got the mittens from. And she said, like, she just, like, does it as, like, a side, like, craft hobby that, like, she gets, like, pieces of, like, fabric or, like, pieces of, like, old mittens and, like, recycles them into, like, new mittens. That's why they look so like, mismatched because they're made of different mittens. So he's wearing recycled mittens. <laughs> and she said, like, oh, this is something I do as, like, uh, like a hobby. I never expected, like, them to be on TV, let alone be this topic of conversation, like, because Bernie Sanders wore my mittens to the inauguration. So she got, like, this fame. Like, she literally sold out of her mittens in, like, a day. <laughs> Like where all her mittens are those gone. Mittens? Yeah, everyone wants to know where, where Bernie Sanders got these mittens. So like, they found out and just just cleaned this lady out. Like all of her mittens gone. She's sold out. Mittens by Mumford. I don't know. <laughs> by, by by Muffy. Uh, mittens by Melanie. That's what. That's probably what it is. It's too bad mittens don't begin with a K, or else it'd be like oh kitten kittens by Karen. How about that? <laughs> Well, they could be cat themed mittens, and then you cat can theme. cat mittens, Call kittens, kitten, kittens. Yeah, yes, baby cats are just mittens. Swear yeah. on your hands. <laughs> what? <laughs> cat hands. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> oh my god! Look at them mittens, so wholesome. Great meme material. Yeah, the memes, the memes that have been born of that uh, are just. Are, are top tier. I mean, I've seen, yeah. uh, I think my, my personal favorite is, um, you know, like the opening scene in Skyrim and you wake, wake up in the wagon. Mm-hmm. And I, what, what's the guy's name that like greets you is like, finally awake, you know, like that guy. It's, it's yeah. the picture of that, except instead of that guy, it's, it's Bernie Sanders <laughs> sitting across mm-hmm. from you in the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> my old roommate had made some, uh, some Photoshop edits of like pictures of our campus, but yeah. like, put like a really small like bernie sanders in the background like in the folding chair just like chilling so it's 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 like a like a spot the difference or whatever you yeah know, or like a where's waldo but she, it's it's where's bernie some of them are it's pretty funny because some of them are really small because he's like so far away uh it, just, it had me laughing i might put it up on twitter it's only a matter of time actually you know what i want to i should check that might be a snapchat filter you know like how you can get like the like the dancing shrek or whatever yeah and like he shows up like on your countertop. I wonder, they, I wonder if they have one for like for Bernie. For Bernie. Let's let's see. Oh, excuse me. 
Yep. Bernie Mittens. <laughs> Bernie Mittens. They have it. That's funny. Shout out to Bernie Sanders for wearing mittens. What a guy. I got him sitting on top of uh, my dad's like printer right now. <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture of it and send it to me. That's all you got to do. And I'll, I'll, put it up, I'll put it up on Twitter. Oh, that's the hand. Let me. He's on. He's on. Oh, he's on the printer. I should, on the... I should go. I should go find somewhere around campus and like do it. Uh, that'd be a good one. I'll do that. Prepare to see that on our Twitter at underscore BSB podcast. Uh, Beneath Steel Bridges on Twitter. Feel free to check <laughs> us out. Give us a follow. See. Uh, feel, feel the burn. I just got the Snapchat from from Thomas here. Yep, he do be sitting on a printer. He though. do be sitting on my printer. He do he's be just, sitting just vibing on your printer. Printer sized Bernie. What a what a champ! Pocket you know, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk out. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride down to the. We have like a a boat dock. I'm just gonna like, have him sitting on the dock. The water. Yeah, just <laughs> like staring out. I wish you could get like like a like a like a 3D version where you could see like behind him. Yeah, you know. So it's like he's like looking away from you. It's just like Bernie Sanders sitting in a folding chair looking at the sunset. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a thing. Someone will Photoshop it. Yeah. Send us sure. your best uh, your best Bernie Mittens memes on Twitter. I want to see him. Yes, at underscore BSB podcast beneath Steel Bridges on Twitter. <coughs> okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do <laughs> it. Gonna do it. Do it. Because the question is, the question is. All right, for those of you that have have listened to this, or if you saw the, the Twitter, the minutes, random Twitter, Twitter post at like nine thirty last night. Yes, are Juggalos furries? Okay, I need. I, I need to argue this because I okay sure yes I was pretty much proven wrong yesterday but I had some pretty solid arguments you have to give me that so your your, your main argument was if you do anything to change your appearance it makes you not human anymore <laughs> you're right but, <laughs> but 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 I think what I ended up saying was that a a furry is pretty much a mascot okay and. Do you know what clown is also a mascot? Ronald McDonald. So, and you also have to consider how clowns dress. They put on fake hair. As a furry, you put on fake hair, right? And some, you know, you you alter your appearance to fit that character. See now, like what you were saying before about if you if you do any form of modification, then you're a furry. But that, like, I just got sick of arguing last night because what I was trying to say was that you like the the aspects that make you a furry also make you a clown right by like you you carry the persona of somebody some somebody something else because the other argument was that are are clowns like people but i don't think a clown is classified as a person a clown is a clown but a furry a a furry (laughs) is also citizens (laughs) (laughs) hot takes hot takes (laughs) <laughs> so, Where are we so killing and, and, a, and, and a furry a furry is also a, a featherless biped okay killed diogenes I, I had to i had to keep saying that right that you know it's a human inside the costume a clown is also a human inside the costume but the the act of being a clown is very similar to the act of being a furry i just i just don't understand why nobody you adopt could a different personality concept. I think I think we agree on the fact that they're both forms of cosplay that overlap but aren't one and the same. But but yes, to the to an extent, but you have to realize that you're also by saying that you're just classifying any form of cosplay as being a furry. But 
that's that's not it. I'm just I classify as a genre term. of cosplay. See, and you also have to consider too as a juggalo, right? Because like you know, I I noticed we stray from the conversation are clowns juggalos, but a, a juggalo is like a hardcore clown. They're like a they're like a a joker, you know, or like saw and. But it's the same – again, they still fall under the same category as a clown. So they, they are altering their appearance. They are – okay, I know I say that, but don't don't spin that on me. But, they, but they're but they taking on the the persona of a, another being entity, which is the same thing a furry does. Okay, so but, – but as being a cosplayer, it's different because you're wearing different clothing items. As a clown, you're putting on the fake hair. And you're putting on like the oversized clothing, right? And that all that looks way too similar to being a furry to me. And that's why I believe that juggalos are furries. I need the debate. <laughs> I think I'm right. Don't prove me wrong. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> well, I think we agree. I think we we this whole conversation started last night because uh, our friend Grant, who is like the meister of pulling off obscure videos, um, pulled up the video of like Violent J, one of like the Obviously, he's the, one of the singers from Insane Clown Posse, uh, that his his daughter is a furry. And we got on the topic of that because he pulled up that video, and then he found a picture of a furry with Juggalo face paint. So that started the argument, is like, are they one and the same? Are they the same thing? Like, there's an overlap. I, I wouldn't call them the same thing. Because in my mind, like, anything... So, like, you can cosplay as anything you want. You can be whoever you want. My My thinking is, as soon as you cross the line to dressing up as an animal, that's the line. As soon as you put like cat ears on, like you cross the line and like you're into that realm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what's the difference between wearing wearing a, a furry outfit and putting on the clown hair and makeup and the baggy clothing and the big shoes? I feel like the big shoes would be very similar to be like putting on like paws on your feet. Would it would it not, I, sir? But they're they're enlarged human shoes. Not shoes okay. tailored to fit an animal, but that's that's not it. Because as a human, you put on the furry shoes; they just look like feet or paws. <laughs> uh, so, uh. so I, I I I could go in circles. I could go in circles with this all day, man. I am convinced that a juggalo is a furry. <laughs> okay, that's the name of the podcast, by the way. It's gonna make no sense. Because it's only in the last 10 minutes of this discussion. But it's just, it's gonna I get can't clicks. get it out of my head now. I went as far yesterday as to infiltrate a Juggalo fan page on Facebook called <laughs> Juggalo Family Love! You have, to, you have to put in that like your, your responses to the, the mandatory questions they made you ask to get in and the fact that you got accepted anyway. So, so <laughs> a couple of the questions... <laughs> He sent me right. the screenshots last night. See if you can post the screenshots to Twitter because they're hilarious. Uh, uh, if you've ever post, if you've ever been on Facebook and you've joined like a private group, usually there's like some questions that they ask you to like prove that you're like an actual like fan of the thing you're trying to join. And I, I can't remember all of them. Oh yeah. Oh, there were only two or something well there was two in that picture but the third one i remember um i sent them in our group chat right yeah uh let me find it let me find it hold on we're doing this um right so the first question was 
his question was, how long have you been down with the clown? And all I just put was, are Juggalos furries? Question mark. The second question was, what is your favorite ICP song? And my answer was, are Juggalos furries? Question mark. Which <laughs> I honestly think that could that could be a very real ICP song name, just because of like all of the other song names that they have. Uh, and the last one is. Um, Oh, actually, you know what? I don't remember because I thought the your favorite ICP song was the last one. Uh, oh, it was because it was halfway down the. I don't remember what the first one was. Hmm. I'll have to. Maybe I'll leave the group and rejoin it. Or you know what? I invited you, Thomas. You could just like I hit the join button. That you is, could hit the join nope. button and just read the question. Nope, nope. That's it's, it's not gonna. Do, it's not gonna do anything. It's already showing up on my feed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see anymore. <laughs> Oh, but come on, man. <laughs> You're not down with the clown. No, I'm I'm scrolling past the post right now. I'm not. I, I don't uh, <laughs> I don't like what I'm okay, seeing. So some of the it's funny because like these people actually I shouldn't say these people. I'm sorry. This 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 fan page takes like the, the concept of Fago very seriously to the point where they curse out Shasta. <laughs> yes. Um, that, and there was this guy, he calls himself the boogeyman and yeah, like for example, um, somebody just posts like, they say like, just like whoop, whoop. Right. And this guy hits the first comment and says, here, I'll do it in the voice. I was doing. Yes. My wicked juggalette sister come into the shadows. The boogeyman will make you feel all right. Whoop, oh my God. Mother effing whoop. MMFWCL for life. And then it's a picture of, and then he always posts like some like really weird picture afterwards. And they've all been like hatchet man with like, I think it was like, it's him, but he's like shirtless, but it's like really filtered. So you don't like (laughs) see it right away. But this one, it's a picture of Pennywise holding a blunt and he's like surrounded by like pot leaves and it's all like green and stuff. (laughs) It's just, it's so wild to see this. Like. It's just a whole nother realm of that, that's of why I don't want to in like culture. I don't want to enter that realm. It's just fun to look at, man. Uh there there's other ones. Oh, see this guy's holding a can of he said, Woop woop, my ninjas drinking moon mist today. What are y'all drinking today? It's just Fago Moon Mist. With a real kick. Good lord. <laughs> uh there were some other good ones yesterday. I'm disappointed that I uh because I, I did I did post a post on it saying like thanks for the ad whoop whoop but nobody nobody interacted with it so I I think I need to like get myself more involved so that way I can ask the actual question that I've been wanting to ask since, since I've joined is <laughs> the whole reason I'm stories. here yeah because I I am very curious I'm trying to find more of this this guy the boogeyman where's the boogeyman at I need more boogeyman love yeah, but they they idolize like um like the Joker and Harley Quinn, uh Saul. Like they're really into like the Saul franchise and like Batman in general. Um that there's a lot of questions where it's like or not even questions, it's just like people looking for love. Like this one just says like broken hearted juggalo looking for a juggalette. And it's got like <laughs> it's just got like it's got no interaction with it. It's just like it's just there. And all of your posts have to be accepted by the admin too. Yeah. So so the thing is, so is some guy saw it was like, this accepting. is fine. I don't even think at this point they're checking. I think they just hit like accept. Because how else would I have joined the group? 
Because if they read all of the answers to the questions I provided, they would know that I was not serious. I was fully expecting to get rejected. Yeah. Yeah, none of us thought you'd get in. Because you sent us your responses. Like, they're going to see that and be like, okay, this guy's a joker and, like, reject you. And they're like, oh, my God, they let me in. <laughs> right. So I found another I found another picture um, or another post from uh, from from the boogeyman. And he doesn't he doesn't spell psychopathic correctly. He forgets the H. So here we go. So the original post was just a girl was just like, "Thanks for having me here." Twenty six let right. They call themselves lets, you know, because like juggle lets. Okay, she's from Wyoming. She said, "Been down with the clown for ten years and still going. Just got out of a relationship, so I'm looking for friends till I'm ready to put myself out there again." And like, no creeps, no whatever. And it's like, this is this is a Facebook group. Like, this isn't for like finding love. And it's like, uh, it's so it's so creepy but here comes the boogeyman he goes what's up my wicked juggalette sister it's the psychopathic boogeyman crawling out of the darkness to give you a big juggalo hug whoop and mother effing whoop mmfwcl for life and for those of you that don't know mm <coughs> mmfwcl means uh much mother effing wicked clown love and then the four L's for life. So for, you're, you're going to see me post on Twitter, whoop, whoop a lot. No, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm completely kidding. But it's it's just fascinating to see like the, the culture behind it. But I am convinced that jugglers are furries. I don't think they're ready to accept it. I've accepted it for them on their behalf. So <laughs> if we have any, if anybody listens to this podcast and has any discrepancy with anything I'm saying, I want you to reach out to me personally. <laughs> Fight me. Follow, follow <laughs> us on Twitter at underscore BSB podcast, and we will debate whether is a juggalo a furry. Thank you, and have a good night, everybody. I think that's a, that's a good place to to end it because we were at about an hour. Yep. So. I did a lot of talking there. I'm very thirsty. I'm fired up. I'm going to be thinking about this for <laughs> the next like, 25 hours. So I'm going to go right, to well, sleep thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's Thank the end you. of it for us. Thanks for joining us. Have a have a great day and we'll see you next time. Whoop, whoop.